and we see this man who's wearing just a white t-shirt, jeans, and no shoes. He's like, what's up guys, can I have 20 bucks? And we're like, yeah, if you beat this dude up that walks out in a plaid shirt. Well, you beat this guy up for us. He's like, yeah, 20 bucks, got it. I just, he goes, I just got out of jail, I'll do it. I'm like, yo. Foreshadowing, you know. I, so my friend and I are like, yeah, fuck this fucking guy. He interrupted our skillet cuisine, you know. Please just beat him up when he comes out. Well, he's like, yeah, fucking 20 bucks. And he's like, warming up, warming up, warming up. To the Blackout Diaries, a show where stand-up comics plus everyday people tell true drinking stories. I'm your host, Sean Bear Flannery. And I'm CJ Sullivan. And each week here on the Blackout Diaries, we have a new topic with the debauchery and drinking and the tales that come with it. And this week's theme is jail. Prison, not prison, jail. but jail. More jail. Jail is more fun, I think, than prison. But <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. true. That means you, yeah. Whatever they say, prison, right. you know, or, or whatever somebody says, like, oh yeah, I just got, I just got out. Like, how long did you do? And it's like multiple years. Yeah. So you're like, oh okay. <laughs> exactly. Which uh, you know, it happens, especially with the the the, uh, the way the laws yeah. are set up. Um, mm-hmm. We, and we have a, a great guest, uh, uh, Lindsey Shaw, on tonight. Tells, Lindsey Shaw, tells yep. a fun uh, violent story. Um, but anyway, we'll get into uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Speaking of uh, convicts and in the jail, there was there was I did mm-hmm. I, I just saw a friend of mine, and he wouldn't mean he wouldn't mind me mentioning him because he's out doing a podcast world. He served he served a long hard time. Um, okay, and. Uh, but his was like a three strikes you're out kind of situation, I think, kind of that situation. Like he never didn't, which is right. bullshit. But yeah, yes, but but yeah. I mean, you know, he serves his time. So now he now he does like speeches and stuff about you know re, you know re, reform okay. and all that. He does podcasts. Now actually, I did a uh, a thing with him recently. It was it was kind of funny. Um, Adam Claus, but uh, and so he tells about that's a kind of a hot thing online now. Is people telling their, their prison stories. You know, it's basically just white mm-hmm. guys talking about prison. It's like they because they've gotten into the podcast <laughs> world. So and would, if you find one, you know, they're like they're, they're this unicorn. Like, well, what the hell happens in there? And, yeah. You know, and yeah. it's like a lot of you know a lot of it's are myths, but a lot of it, like, you know, it's 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 pretty amazing. Um, but anytime he would come, like I'm not like I got busted for like having a party. He would be like the go-to scapegoat. Like, well, Adam was by here. What can I do, Mom? You know, uh, Adam Claus. Like, oh, all right, yeah. well, I get it. You know, <laughs> so, so we just he, he he would get way too much blame from us just because. Like, sorry, buddy. You know, you 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 made your bed. You got your record. You're t- you're an easy blame. You know, <laughs> and he would take it. We all have our yeah. roles. You know. <laughs> um. That was that was amazing. We've had a couple jail stories on this podcast before. I mean, who was it? Was it Crown uh, um, Kane? Who would f- they would they they live next to the prison? They would flash them for like, for fun, and then they got in trouble for it. Oh yeah, that was Carly. Yeah, Carly, there, right? there's a lot of um, 
Yeah, there's a lot of jail stories. Yeah. Well, certainly drinking. We're going to get more into this in the episode body, but like, you know, drinking alcohol can lead you to making bad decisions where you get arrested. Sure. I can't um, imagine. You, you you throw a statistic but, out there, or there's a statistic out there. There's like 40% of all crimes that people were drunk during. I can't believe that number's not higher, to be honest with you. I can't be like, you know, <laughs> yeah. especially when you get drinking and drugs involved, or at least to pay for drugs, or to pay for the, you know, whatever the next alcohol is. I can't believe... I, 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 I rarely think that someone's just the old, like you see in the movies, people devising a scheme back back sober and like it uses their intelligence. Okay, we're going to take down this jewelry store, you know, at the end of the month. we got a weak suspect, you know, with the uh, Yeah, security. like actual cat yeah, burglars, actual... you know, like I need architectural right. diagrams. I need plumbing. I need electricity. Like the teams they form are always, there's always like a guy who believes in UFOs yeah. who's going to like, like break the security <laughs> alarms, you know. And it's like that's not, real crimes are like a guy drinks half a bottle of Jack Daniels before he goes to the bar, <laughs> beats the shit out of a random stranger, <laughs> and wakes up in jail. My, I, I always like when people uh, would complain about jails being too nice. I, of course, have experience of oh, uh, yeah. when I would do my swap work. I would clean the jail. Sometimes we go mm-hmm. there and mop was part of our daily work, you know. And um, yeah. people be like, oh, they have TVs. I'm like, well, what do you want them to do? Like, <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> like, where, 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 like, they got a color TV. Where, where do you want to find a black and white TV at? What are you talking about? <laughs> you know? <laughs> There was one across the street. There was God. that guy. Uh, remember that guy, Sheriff yeah, Joe? Yeah, Sheriff Joe. In um, Arizona mm-hmm. would do all that. All the, Like, he wanted to, like, he felt jails were too nice, and he felt like they weren't humiliating Right. Enough. And he would do these weird things. Like, he would dye the bologna green so that they would believe they're eating bad meat. Like, why? Why are you mentally are torturing these people? <laughs> it's absolutely yeah. crazy. Is bad enough? They're in a jail in Arizona at 110 degrees. They have them, like, doing, like, fucking, like, chain gang work on 110 well, he, degrees. Remember, he would also make, which was also great because he was an old-school homophobe. Yeah. Um, so he would make them wear pink jumpsuits because he thought them having to be, men being put in the color of pink would be humiliating to right. them as well. Which you isn't know? too far different than like a college football coach, like what they do. Like when they would like paint the locker room pink <laughs> and shit to effeminize them. <laughs> I mean, the gap between a college football coach and right. an asshole judge it is <laughs> i mean those are like in 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 like if you believe in the multiverse i believe every asshole like every jim harbo is a yeah. judge in every other universe <laughs> and vice versa you know uh, um did he ever run for office at sheriff joe he had to have right he did and then they ended up um i think he was going to become a senator Jesus, and then if i recall not? correctly like all people who are super corrupt, kind of like Trump. Yeah. Trump's a great example for like all these local Trump like people mm-hmm. where it's like, man, you had it all until you tried to be the president. <laughs> and like you and then just so many eyes were put on right. everything you do. And when when uh, Sheriff Joe did that, all this corruption mm-hmm. came out that he was like using his department to silence his enemies yeah. and so on. And then I think he had to resign from his actual sheriff position as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, because as soon as you heard that, like, well, there's no way his pass is clean. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like he can't, I mean, the investigator doesn't have to go far too far deep. <laughs> The same thing happened with that that black tall share from Milwaukee who liked right. Trump too. Like yeah, he yeah, announced yeah. he was going to be a senator, and then like all this other stuff came out, and I don't even know if he's allowed to be a sheriff anymore. 
<laughs> you had it all. You had a sheriff and people like, and you had a spot on Fox News. What else? Did you, what else do you want? You know? Why would you want to be president <laughs> right. if you're sheriff? I feel sheriff is a better, like a John Wayne mm-hmm. type. You know, everybody knows you. Every bar you walk in, you, you know, like you're like the law right. there. Like, why would you want to be president over sheriff? <laughs> It's amazing we still have sheriffs. Like that just that just seems like it from a different time period alone. You know, like oh the sheriff comes out. They always come moseying in and kicking the town and like, you know. <laughs> checking each day. Yeah, what do we got right. here? Like they call everybody by their first in the movies they call everybody by their first name. Like, well, Fred, Wilma, how we doing there? You know, what seems to be the ruckus. And then in real life, in real life, they're not like that at no. all. They're just these demagogues who got elected by saying, I will throw everyone in jail. You will never suffer from crime. I- <laughs> oh, man. Do you remember, like, before we get too deep in sheriffs, did you ever see that sheriff who's a uh, Florida sheriff? Florida loves sheriffs. Yeah. Uh, Florida and California, oddly. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's amazing that L.A., the second biggest city in America, has sheriffs right. patrolling it. But, um... There's this Florida cop who always does these really elaborate press conferences, like when he does a drug raid or something like that. And, you know, he's really into propaganda. But the one time he did a, a rap where he tried to do a gangster rap uh-huh. about why selling drugs in his county <laughs> doesn't pay. And it's hilarious. <laughs> I love any time officials try to do a rap. Anytime, like, like, <laughs> like from teachers on down, you know, just trying yeah. to connect it. <laughs> And like you said, they always have like the subtitles on there with the bouncing ball. Like, yeah, we we can follow yeah. you. We can follow your words. You're fine. We don't need that to help it. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, let's get into this episode because we have a hilarious uh, comedian with us, uh, Lin- Lindsay, Shaw, Lindsay Shaw, who's amazing. Yep. And she regular on the live show. Yeah. She tells a story about the law and just a drunken escapades. It has to do with everything. It's got every. It's a very Chicago story. Very Chicago. What one of the most Chicago stories we've ever had. Uh, it all comes to a head at a legendary late night diner in Chicago. Yeah, absolutely. So without further ado, once upon a midnight beery, here is Lindsay Shaw. <laughs> Let's get into it. Who's been to jail? (laughs) No, really, anyone? I'm not talking drunk tank, I'm talking the claim. (laughs) County, baby, no one? You privileged fucks. (laughs) I've been to jail. Don't let the tights fool you, okay? I've been in, yeah, 28 days, no pillow, okay? It was hard time, it was hard time. It was county, don't get it twisted. It wasn't prison. I get around, so so I've been on the land, like I said, for so long, and so I meet, I go to court, or court, I go to the courthouse eventually, I meet with my probation officer, she's like, Lindsay, you've been missing for eight years. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, babe, missing? That sounds so chic. <laughs> missing, babe, no, come on. I've been missing. I'm not like 007. <laughs> I've been 
happiness. They've just been in Chicago, getting drunk, getting fired from jobs, getting locked, y'all. It's not that fucking cool. You know what that means, guys. So I've been to jail. I got, I got sent to the clink. If you ever want to catch up on every book that R.L. Stein and Stephen King has written, go to jail, okay? I would go back to jail just for the literary opportunity, okay? Gotta catch up! Get some abs and some fucking braids put in my hair. I did not get eaten out. That was the first question. Oh, uh, no, so I did not, and I did not stop drinking. So that was when I was 28 years old. I'm going to tell you about a, a night where I narrowly missed going to prison for manslaughter. Ready? Are we ready? Okay. See here, this is 2010, I was nearly bald. That hair. That hair, I, it was the pixie era. Okay, motherfuckers? Era. It was the pixie era. Yeah. Try growing that out, it looked like Rob Bogoyevich, okay? <laughs> so this is a night where my friend, I had just gotten hired at a job in Skokie, Illinois, at, at a real estate agency. I was filling, up for, filling in for maternity leaves, okay? I wasn't the one pregnant. Obviously, I'm fucking sucking down vodka, okay? But I was, anyway, that's not the point. I just started, just keep that in mind, you guys. I had just started a new job on contract, not full-time, no benefits, dumb bitch, okay? Kelly Services type shit, okay? With this haircut. How I got hired, I don't know. So, uh, and, and of course, I'm like pledging allegiance to, I don't know, Lady Gaga, okay? What am I doing? The, you guys, this outfit, you'll see more of it in a minute. But I, So my friend called me, and he, that's what we used to call on our phones. He's like, Lindsay, leave work early. We're going to see Lady Gaga tonight. This is when she like was first on the scene. I was like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll leave early. I'm new on the job. I'll leave early, 4.30, fuck yeah. I'm going to go to... I'm gonna go to Forever 21 to get an outfit. I'm gonna change in the bathroom of Walgreens. Yeah. And I'm gonna start drinking at Walgreens. Yeah. And I, I thought that ring just like topped off the fucking outfit. Look at this. There wasn't even Coke in it. I know, ridiculous, ridiculous. So, okay, so. <laughs> so we think we're gonna meet Lady Gaga, okay? We're idiots. So we stand in line at Berlin. You guys know Berlin? Yes. Okay, I see, we stand in line there for like an hour. Don't worry, I drank a half a fifth of vodka in that time, okay? I know, that's why I'm, what, what, look at this hair. Okay, okay. So that I end up looking like this. A tit's about to pop out. I'm, I'm about to cry at my own photo. Also, I want you to, I don't know if you can see, but oh shit. I have, oh, I'll tell you in the next one. Okay, sorry. So I'm rocked. I'm rocked, okay? Obviously, rocked. Vodka, vodka, gaga. Where's gaga? There was a snake there, but not Lady Gaga. Okay, the outfit again is from Forever 21. What? I know, okay. Oh, that was Lady Gaga's DJ. Sure, no, it wasn't. She probably, yeah, who the fuck knows? She usually performs on the Belmont Red Line. Okay, so, now look at how I end up. This, this is how I end up. What the fuck? I look like a fucking platypus who was found underneath a Mack truck but had time to do a 
smoky eye. I'm sweating. I'm still drinking vodka. That's not water to like chill out. That's vodka. Just all vodka. Look at this one nail is busted up. Like I was, I had a dead nail. Like what the fuck was I doing? Just chopping my hair off and getting it annihilated. Okay, so we leave. So shocker, Lady Gaga never shows up. Weird. Why now? How dare her? Never shows up. What a bitch. So, so we, so we leave. My friend and I, my friend and I leave to go. And it, at this point, it's like 3:30 in the morning, right? And I drink probably two fifths of vodka. And so we go to Clark's. Remember Clark? Let's get a skillet. You guys, I like, I sober up a little bit with a skillet, okay? And what's this fucking rabbit patch of lettuce? Like, you know that was probably chicken fingers, I hope? Or what the fuck did I order? Anyway, it doesn't matter. So I'm just dying laughing at God knows what. I'm like, oh my God, I gotta work in like two hours. How fun. So the guy next to us, the, in the booth next to us is like, yo, we'll call him plaid shirt. He's like, yo. If you guys just shut the fuck up right now and leave, I'll pay for your meal. <laughs> I got a nah! Because that's how dumb and drunk I am at this point. I'm like, nah! We got to Leave us the fuck alone. Leave us alone. <laughs> we'll pay for it. Leave us alone. He's like, bro. I'm like, no! Fuck you. We are sissy, lay, gaga. <laughs> he's like, now, and he's pissed. He's like, fuck this girl, fuck this guy, you know? And I'm like, num, 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 skillet. So, um, <laughs> more skillet. So I'm la- obviously, like, I'm cackling, like, Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey in a mix of banshees burned at the stake. So I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying. So this guy goes up to the host and goes, I want these people out. I want these people out of this diner. And we're like standing our ground. We're like, I'm like, we're leaving anyway. Plan. So we leave. <laughs> so we go outside of the Clark's, of Clark's restaurant, the iconic, now gone Clark's. And we see this man who's wearing just a white t-shirt, jeans, and no shoes. He's like, what's up guys? Can I have 20 bucks? And we're like, yeah, if you beat this dude up that walks out in a plaid shirt. <laughs> well, you beat this guy up for us. He's like, yeah, 20 bucks. God, I just, he goes, I just got out of jail. I'll do it. I'm like, yo. <laughs> Foreshadowing, you know. I, so my friend and I are like, yeah, fuck this fucking guy. He interrupted our skillet cuisine, you know. Please just beat him up when he comes out. Well, he's like, yeah, fucking 20 bucks. And he's like, warming up, warming up, warming up. That shirt walks out, tackles me. And I, I can see why, because I'm pretty broad. So I see why he, th- <laughs> I can see why he thinks like, oh, I got this little bitch. She's broad. I mean, look, look at that shoulder span. What the fuck? But he takes me to the ground like I'm playing for, you know, the fucking bears. This is the end of the night. Takes me to the ground. My friend comes over, rips this guy off of me, white t-shirt, no shoes, lives up to the promise, Word. and wails on plant shirt. Yeah. Wails on me, 
I mean, he took his fucking head in one blow to the cement. Done. Night, night, Patcher. I was like, fuck, is he dead? We bolt. My friend runs, I run, and White Shirt's like, I want my 20 bucks. We're like, we could have just murdered someone. That's a cheap fucking execution, you know? So we're like, okay, 7-Eleven, let's go. We get to 7-Eleven, pay the guy, fuck. We get to my friend's apartment. And I'm like, Drew, what if he's dead? She was like, well, you better call. Let's call Clark's. <laughs> so I call Clark's. I call Clark's. I'm like, hi. Um, how are you? Thank you so much for tonight. Also, did the guy that was outside who got beat up <laughs> and they go, no, he got he got up, walked in and got a glass of water. He's fine. I'm like, thank God! Not up for manslaughter. Here's, okay, so he didn't die. Thank you, I literally was very scared that we killed a man, okay? For 20 fucking bucks. Is that great value? That what I know, how cheap, right? Economical, bro, I know. So I now have to work in 37 minutes, okay? In Skokie. Remember, I've been tackled and my knees are fucked. I'm bleeding, bro. Both knees. Bloody. Both. Don't ask me how that happened. I'm fucked up. So I'm wearing this. And to sort of like try to deflect from the ridiculousness of this outfit and two bloody knees, I put on a brown shrug from Old Navy. Sure, right? Sure, why the fuck not? That'll deflect from my debauchery and vodka fucking breath. I get to work and my boss's name is Suzanne Boos. <laughs> that might as well be, her name might as well be Charcuterie Blue Lives Matter, okay? <laughs> She's the whitest bitch. And I had just started four days, five days prior. And show up like that. Bleeding, still bleeding. And I'm like, Suzanne, with the, sh- with the fucking shrug. What do I email, <laughs> you know? She looked me up and down every fucking 10 minutes. <laughs> I thought she was gonna call the cops. Um, she didn't, I kept my job, I didn't go back to jail. That's the end of the story, you guys, give it up for the show! We're back on the Blackout Diaries. I was Larry's Lindsay Shaw with an amazing story of being tackled and then putting out a hit on her perpetrator inside of the famed Clark's Diner in Chicago. Lindsay, thanks yeah. for joining us. Thank you for having me. What I liked about the story was the uh, roar that the crowd gave just by the mention of the Clark's Diner, you know? Right, I know. <laughs> it's because it's an iconic, you know. Yeah. It was a landmark but it was really. a couple of them but that one was the best right there in like in boys town because you know it was yeah, late night drunk. Just, she had oh yeah yeah you know? yep and it's gone now which is it, so sad mm-hmm. and all those places are gone like those late night like there there are still 
places you can get food at. But really night. where? You yeah. know what I mean? Like no, what's like aligned with Clark? Not there are Clarks. I mean, exactly. there's like the Golden Nugget, yeah. I think, and Golden Apple, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, you're not gonna, but, right, but you're not gonna get a six foot tranny yeah. tranny that can throw a fucking heel on your head <laughs> if you say something inappropriate, you know? Like there there exactly. you had a, you had a festive violence that was in the air there at Clark's, you know. Hence what and happened I love, the night I got in trouble. Yeah. Right. And that leads to your story. I, I love your it, your your story is so great because I love how um there are places that are still open, but they're not like that where like drunks can just congregate, like like yeah. almost mm-hmm. like in a meeting yeah. and there's like a hundred of us around and sitting down and uh Right. That's I was that's a, the thing. The congregation, Go I ahead. think, is a good thing to point out. Yeah, the, the, just like the it was a, a well of right. <laughs> drunken debauchery people would go table to table too like just linger on over oh what do we got yes. going on over here like what get out of here you know and it'd be innocent all right all right just check it in you know like people were like getting lost i'm looking for my friends you're in the other rooms there's like a couple rooms there you know but it, i have yeah. other i have other clark's stories too like the one i i share with yeah, let's hear it for is, is oh i yeah. mean one night i fell asleep at the table and my friend's left me like assholes Mm -hmm. and i mean i i like fell asleep in a turkey burger and (laughs) i like i came to and this again these are just you know drunken nights in in my 20s and not that i don't maybe fall asleep in a turkey burger from time to time now as i'm older whatever i mean i just you know i wait i woke up (laughs) at clark's and they were gone and i just like shuffled out and Someone I knew from college saw me and they were like, Lindsay, are you okay? <laughs> I probably had like, like, you know, ketchup and mustard on my right. forehead. And, and I'm like, uh, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I got, you know, whatever. I was just out of it. And they're like, well, you know, again, someone I knew from college. He's like, you can, I'm, I lived on the street. You can sleep on my couch. And I'm like, okay, great. Thanks. You know, so I, I pass out <laughs> on my friend's couch. Again, this is someone I hadn't seen yeah. in a long time, but he recognized me and I knew him from whatever. I wake up on his couch, you guys, and I don't know if you ever had that kind of hungover morning where you're like, oh, I know something bad happened. Right. <laughs> I don't know what, but I know there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, I'm not at home. Yep. <laughs> That's, you know, check. I'm not at home. That's not a good start. Um, I'm obviously in the clothes I wore last night on someone's couch. And then I'm like, oh my God. I don't have my purse mm. or a phone. I have none of my belongings except the clothes I was wearing. Like I had nothing. And I, w- I panicked and I'm like, I wake my friends up and I'm like, I need to get on your computer. I need to get on Gmail <laughs> so that I can like G chat people. I literally, I had no phone right? and I didn't know where anything was. So I'm, I get on their laptop and I'm G chatting with a friend <laughs> to just like, <laughs> come and pick me up and they're like why are you messaging me where's your phone i'm like i don't know and i don't have anything like i had none of my belongings right and i'm like did someone steal it did i you know get into another fight and Mm -hmm. whatever and but the purse lo and behold was at clark's they kept it like my friend picked me up i'll never forget my friend picked one of my another friend from college picked me up took me to my apartment my roommate at the time was like, what the hell are you doing? What is going on? Why are you, you know, still wearing those clothes? I'm like, why the hell did you leave me at Clark's? Because right. <laughs> she was one of the people that left. Whatever. 
so rude of her to do. And I, I go, I need to find my stuff. So I call, I used herself again. This was like free smartphones. I was like looking for my Blackberry or not even a Blackberry, like a knockoff Blackberry. And I call Clark's and I, and I talked to the hostess and I was like, is there, and I like said the name of the purse and I go black bag, you know, she goes, Oh yeah, it's here. We have it behind the host stand. Thank you. Lord. I was like, I mean, <laughs> how it was retrieved and like saved behind the host stand is beyond me. Well, that's not I the mean, first call. That's well not the first stolen. call they've got. Oh yeah. I mean, Clark's is the lost and found at Clark's was probably right. the size of a yeah, studio apartment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the things that people left behind yeah. at that place. People's left kids back there. Exactly. I mean, there's <laughs> they are just <laughs> a purse is very innocent. They so left unfazed. you. Right. They were always so unfazed. Like that, you know, like in my story that I share. For the show, I say how I call. I did call them and ask if that guy was okay. No, that is amazing, and, and, they, and I like how they they, and, they kept up on it because they're liable too. Like, yeah, no, we served him. They're the last like, yeah, but he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the woman who answered the phone was so nonchalant. She was like, "Oh yeah, he got up. He he got some water and went home." I was like, "Okay, good, he's alive." But then when I called to retrieve my purse after you know my drunk ass yeah. idiot friends leave my drunk idiot self, you know, sleeping my food she's like oh yeah it's here but i like you're all you know and from their perspective they're like you're all idiots right <laughs> thank you for your mm -hmm. money and yeah come get your shit <laughs> now about that story real quick it's pretty it's yeah. pretty wild ending so the guy's harassing you basically or wants you out of there you get out of it and you, yeah. you know something's trouble's gonna happen did you expect he was gonna take it to that level and come out and tackle you immediately honestly no and you know obviously okay a couple things this was what 13 years ago now it was so long ago so now. it was fine so to tackle 13... a woman on the street then fine no yeah, <laughs> yeah that's before the laws right. were now in place <laughs> no um i'm just trying to like piece it together because of course it was that many years ago and also i was drunk yeah so mm -hmm. my recollection though of course is you know, he came out and he did, and he did tackle me. Right. He did come at me and tackle me. But who's to say I didn't provoke that? Mm. I could have, like, he could have walked out and I could have said, like, something to instigate it. You know, I'm not going right. to assume that I just didn't, you know, say anything. I'm, I know I said stuff as we left. Sure. I know I said something as we were leaving the diner that probably pissed him off. Um, in addition to what was exchanged earlier, yeah. whatever. So he was he was pissed at me to begin with. <laughs> when he came outside, I'm sure I said something else, you know. And then, yeah, he did. He tackled me to the ground. That's pretty. That's pretty amazing. And uh, don't victim blame yourself for that. I'm sure you didn't. You didn't deserve <laughs> that. But at the same time, now while while you of course did not deserve that. He might not have deserved to get his head smashed against concrete. No, he did by a convict. He did not. See, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's why I was. I felt so yeah. bad. I, not only was I terrified that we actually killed him, right. but I felt bad that he got hurt. I mean, he did. He like went. Like I said in the story, he he went limp. He went totally sure. lifeless. I was like, wait, he because one blow to the head. God, I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, did you did you end up tipping that man? By the way, because twenty dollars doesn't yeah, seem made... like a discount for uh, almost. We... <laughs> he only got the flat 
agreed flat upon 20. rate. Of they didn't, didn't budge on that. He got the flat 20. So imagine no. if that case got to a court if he did have an untimely death. <laughs> that would be the headline. Like $20. That's all it costs to take a guy yeah. out. The That's almost like when you read about like well, um, third world countries right. where like how much it costs to have somebody yeah, killed, like, you know? Exactly. Like, we, we, got, we got the third world country discount. Yeah. I mean, uh, Clark, uh, Clark's you, you, paid, like more for, you guy, paid more for breakfast inside than you did to get a guy Seriously. I, but he didn't die. Thank God. And the guy who, the perpetrator, <laughs> you know, the guy who helped us yeah. with the attack, or the counter attack, mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he had no shoes on. Or he was walking around barefoot. <laughs> right. <laughs> told us he had just gotten out of jail. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was a prime, you know, partner. It was good. Yeah. I love how it was like a job interview. It was, like, oh, well, qualifications yeah. on my right. end. I just got out <laughs> of <know>. county. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm shoeless. Sure. Can you attack that man? Hell, I was going to do that anyway, but I'll certainly do it for $20. <laughs> Literally, the guy was just looking for a fight anyway. Yeah, right. If yeah. he could profit. If he could profit too, why not? And did he ask specifically for twenty dollars? You said that in the story, like, "Hey, can I have twenty dollars?" Which is, I kind of like that no, move. Or I don't know if he. Asked, right. No, I'm the way I remember it is my friend offered him was like, okay. "Hey, we'll give you, I got you, we'll give you twenty bucks if you beat this guy up." He did a general. And that's money. a thing. That's a thing. It's like we weren't gonna. Or I don't know. Excuse me. I think I'm trying to remember. So because we we left and we meet our friend with no shoes. Fresh out of county, and we're pissed about the guy mm-hmm. bothering us, and you know, Matt, whatever. And that my friend—that's when my friend says, "Hey, you know, when this guy walks out, will you, you know, will you beat him up for us? We'll we'll give you twenty bucks." Yeah. And the guy was like, "Yeah, whatever, man, sure." Then the dude walked out, and then that's when it escalated. Hmm. Yeah. He got lucky actually that he that he tackled you first. I imagine because he went, imagine he was walking out thinking, "Boy, that was a loud breakfast. I didn't really like that." And all of a sudden, <laughs> he just gets like, like assaulted. Midnight strike. <laughs> that's the thing. That, isn't that so wild? Like uh, again, there must have been there must have been something said for him to, or unless he just came. I mean, maybe it's blurry. Yeah, like yeah I don't know about that. I think uh, unless he like, just came out and got just, in. Yeah. Well, I know. Clerks is also just chaos. Yeah, it is. It I mean, is every chaos. time I think you totally. and I, you and I, I think you and I talked about this, Lizzie. But every time I went to Clerks, there was an ambulance or a police car with its lights mm-hmm. on outside yes. of it. Yeah, you know, like there was always something. There was always. That's why they're just like I said. The people that worked there were never. Fa- they were just so unfazed sure. by anything. I like how he went from offering to buy your. Buy you and your friends' meals. <laughs> I know, like the, to being in an emergency so room. Like, Good God! There's so many. There's so many like transactions going on. He's like offering to buy our food if we shut up. Yeah. We're offering the guy outside to beat him up. It was just so many like. Right. I don't know. I'm almost surprised, Clark, that the other story you just told when you passed out there, I'm almost surprised they didn't just seat a new group around you and you just woke up. You know what, Sean? They might have, and I could have slept through it. Right. Or like when a, like a table, like when you want to go sit at a table, but it still has like dishes and stuff on there. Can you bust this table, please? Yeah. And this woman with yeah. the condiments on her face and the turkey burger in her uh, bosom. Sure. Well, and they just bust you and throw you into the bus pan. And yeah. I might have woken up. I might have literally woken up to someone after. At the t- I just remember, like, I woke up, my friends were gone, mm-hmm. and what an 
idiots just I just saunter out I mean again not thinking to grab my purse I had not I just you know wandered out into Belmont and was picked up by a friend from college well that's on your friends that's not on you there's no way no way can you take blame for that yeah. Oh no, I don't have to. Take you gotta when, when you enter a late no. night breakfast joint, you all have to leave right. together. Like I, I, I yeah, feel like, like maybe, maybe not at a bar. No drunk left but, behind. But certainly at a breakfast joint. The, the, no, they were point. they were jerks. They were jerks. yeah, absolutely. I was at Clark's one time where um, the table behind us, one of the dudes had alcohol alcohol poisoning. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he's passed out. They couldn't wake him. They start to get worried about him. An ambulance gets called, uh, and this is a good example of everybody leaving together. But before that. My table's all drunk too, and like EMS is bringing out a stretcher for this dude, like because he's, oh, like, no. they can't revive him at all, you know. Like, oh, that's I mean, scary. he's not dead, but he's not, he's not going to be able to walk out. And yeah. uh, they're they're bringing a stretcher, and my drunk buddy, who has is always had like we're only twenty three at this point in time, but he's always had a dad sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Like he's just always had a dad, <laughs> and he's, he's going, huh, huh, huh. He's going table to table going, you think it was the food? You think it was the food? So then he stops the stretcher from crumbing in. Yeah. And he goes, tell me it's not the food. And like, so that man oh might God, die. Get so out of funny. my way. That is so funny. Oh, it's classic. Classic Clark. Classic. Yeah. But I will say uh, to that kid, passed out kid's friend's credits, they left with him. Yeah. And uh, they tried exactly. to ride in the ambulance. They were told they could not ride in the ambulance, which I'm sure was a good call on the ambulance part. <laughs> but they were like, this is where right. he's going. Someone this is the hospital he's going to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, and that's the thing. It's never like the movies where they're like, no, I ride with him. You're going to have to stop me. All right. Well, then he's not going to the hospital. Okay. Because that's a guy's policy. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's such a good point. Sir, People you're holding a skillet <laughs> in your hand. <laughs> People are always jumping into the back of the ambulances right. and movies. That's such a good point. I saw the look in my eyes and they just knew that doesn't apply to me. Now it yeah. applies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not coming along. Oh, Get your ass out of here. <laughs> well, Lizzie, this has been uh, so much fun. Thank you so much for joining us and course, uh, performing at the Blackout Diaries. Uh, before you leave, though, uh, can you tell our listeners some ways they can follow you? Of course. So, um, you know, Instagram. I'm on Instagram. Mm. It's L I N S A S H A. It's a compilation of my name, yep. Lynn Sasha, <laughs> which I probably need to update that. I just might want to update that. Uh, but yeah, just Instagram would be great. Um, yeah, and I, I'm really happy to be a part of this. I love your show and thanks for having me. And I can't wait to listen. Well, thanks again. Awesome, Lindsay. Thank you for joining. Oh, thank you. And we're back at the Blackout Diaries, Sean Bear Flannery with C.J. Sullivan. That was the hilarious Lindsey Shaw who just left mm-hmm. us. And we are talking about jail yeah. on the Blackout Diaries. Real quick on Lindsey Shaw's story. And I didn't forget to bring it up when we said those are bad friends that left her. That rare, that's rare you see the girls leave her friends behind. Like that, that. Is, I would, that was my you first know. thought. Now, I don't, we didn't ask her. No, because it was her girlfriend right. who picked her up. Like that, Lindsey had to be doing something completely inappropriate for girlfriends <laughs> to leave her passed out. <laughs> also, I mean, that's a late night, though, for the women because they had the concert and Berlin and that breakfast. Yep. Sometimes their expiration time, they're, they just shut down. And they just flee. That's it. I guess that's what happens. Like, nope, sorry. This has been... They're just doing different right. shifts and they got to leave. And, I, you know, best of luck to you. Because you always say... I mean, dudes, it happens yeah, all the time. Said, especially I mean, like, you just yeah. see them on the train. I thought they blew through. They're at Wrigley, you know, and they just, oh, we just left you behind. That's it. You can tell. <laughs> 
strongest got to survive. We got to get home. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I was uh, so CJ. I looked that up a little bit before this because, as you were uh, mentioned in the uh, start of the show, we've had a lot of jail stories right. at the Blackout Diaries. And I was like, well, uh, and I think I had it in my head somewhere, remembering that alcohol was like heavily correlated to crime. So I looked it oh. up, and it, it was it was higher than I realized. Mm-hmm. They did a study. Um, and in this, uh, how long was this study done for? Um, I think it was a two year study when they looked at it, 40% of inmates were legally drunk during their arrest during the arrest at the time of their crime. (laughs) That's almost. Yeah. Almost one in two people that the cops arrest is drunk. Very believable. For sure. That's <laughs> like I said. I somehow thought it would be lower. I don't know why. Like, like when you add up like all the crimes that yeah. happen, you know, I thought it would be lower, but I was I was completely wrong. Now what is funny is they do have it broken down a little sure. bit by uh crimes. Mm-hmm. And I like that the more the crime is associated to just like irrationally losing your temper is usually heavily correlated to alcohol <laughs> right. use whereas like if the crime like it requires any kind of foresight it's not like so robbery only 15 percent are linked to alcohol use you know, so very 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 low yeah you know what's interesting about that we'll keep going with we'll go with the other crimes go ahead sorry well I was, I was gonna say then you get into assault yeah and you're up to 37 that makes sense drunken fights yeah <laughs> yeah what were you gonna i was say, gonna though? say what's interesting about this is um the fact that they're testing them for their uh, blood alcohol level at all after these crimes. Like, like I get, you know, you're driving. Okay, we have to test to see if you're drunk because drunk, drunk yeah. driving is a crime. But, you know, drunk robbery is not more of a crime than a regular old robbery, you know, or like, you know. <laughs> well, maybe they're like, you know what? I'd love to be able to throw public intoxication on this charge. I imagine you're drunk. I mean, you're, 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 <laughs> you're stuck in the air conditioning vent here. Yeah. I can't imagine you planned this thing out. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just slap that on there. So yeah, it probably is them just trumping up charges. But like, you know what? While we have you here, won't you br- won't you blow into the straw? <laughs> and they're probably not being truthful. They're like, well, why would I do that? Right. Well, I, if you're legal, if you're yeah, sober, I'll we'll let, let you go. You I'll just let you go <laughs> right now. Yeah, it's not even a felony. Sure. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I did think that. I was like, well, are these – and they don't say in this study how they got those stats. If it right. was the cops or I don't know if there's actual an actual scientist. Like this is like a University of Chicago study where there's this guy in a lab jacket. Yeah. When you get down to the station, like, hi, I'm with the University of Chicago and we're doing a study on uh, incarcerations. I was wondering if I could breathalyze you right now. <laughs> like, well, anything for science. Right. There's a lot because there's a lot of crimes that we said we pointed out where you don't even have to ask about or even the stories like was he drunk like yes you hear the detail you hear the ending you're, yep he was he was definitely drunk for that <laughs> and I imagine there's there's definitely um, a lot of rock bottoms where they because because it's funny because all these articles that we're looking at here that are all they start off as science articles and then at the end they have to put up okay do you have a problem with alcohol <laughs> like you call this number <laughs> it's yeah. like just because like because like they're they're getting in the mind of the per- people searching for this okay how many are just like me and just when they get drunk just can't stop stealing <laughs> <laughs> that's great uh, well, now, there is maybe uh, some good news, though, right. for these chronic drunks that can't stop stealing, because yep. um, everybody hates jail. We can agree on that. That's a terrible place to N- be. No place but to be. But there are some judges, like this 
This new Ohio judge mm-hmm. is, this is from ABC News, why an Ohio judge is using unusual punishments to keep people out of jail. Okay. Um, judge Cianati yeah. had a woman choose between 30 days in jail or walking 30 miles. <laughs> so he does like all these, almost like these prank-like yeah. or you, personal fitness goal you things. You always hear these, you hear these stories, and I, and I kind of like them. You know, sometimes I don't like them, you know, whatever, like you feel like, okay, this guy's getting a little abuse of power or something. I don't like them when they're just trying to be right. mean to the person and embarrass like the person. But if Joe you're like, you saying, know, hey, let's get healthy and stay out of jail. Yeah, but if you got a okay. Harry Anderson type, you know, night court here, just doing some hijinks yeah. here, you know, like <laughs> I got something, yeah. you know, hold up a sign in front of a thing, you know, whatever. It's always a prank. I can, I can, I can get behind this. So what's this? What's well, this it's interesting that you bring up uh, uh, Harry Anderson from Night Court because his one argument, his one thing, actually sounds like that. He had a woman where he goes, "Well, would you rather be pepper sprayed in the face by me right uh-huh. now or go to jail?" Yeah. She chose pepper spray. He sprays her. Ha ha! It wasn't actually pepper spray. <laughs> I just wanted to see how you answer. Case dismissed. <laughs> I'm making. I mean, I mean that's pretty good. I make a lot of content for my uh, YouTube and my TikTok. I do a prank. <laughs> And uh, you reacted like it was pepper spray, but look at this. It's only uh, seltzer water. <laughs> that, that's a pretty good prank. But then did he, that's but then did he throw her in jail anyway? That'd be great. So since te- no, so no. technically it wasn't pepper spray, you got to do jail. Only 15 days, but still. <laughs> that's a pretty good Imagine, prank. though, if it, I'm, I'm sure he only does it on small crimes, right. but imagine, like, you then read the small print. It was vehicular homicide. Like this lady just wiped out a family, is <laughs> walking free because she wore a chicken suit. Right. Okay, well now you can go to jail <laughs> wearing a chicken suit, and you have to drive the re- that was another the one remaining his- living kids <laughs> to school every day for a year. How about that? <laughs> the chicken suits. But great. I like this I love guy. Humiliation like- one. I, I like how uh, those alternative crimes, like wearing a chicken suit. Is also like yeah. akin to like someone's initial, uh, like a, a a low paying job of selling, like you know, for a cell phone store or something like that, like like wearing a sandwich board, basically. Like a humiliation is the same thing. It's either a job or a sentence of. Uh, what was the chicken suit for? I love that. But I like how that's. Just- uh, he don't. They don't go on to explain it. Uh, a lot of his. He does a lot with community service. Okay. Uh, kind of like what you described with swap. Yes. Um, so that's you know, where he had somebody spend eight hours picking up garbage instead of going to jail. Right. And that's what all it is. And that's what the sheriff's work alternative program stood for swap when I did time in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And um, it's all it, and that's how they get you to do these things like the walking 30 miles, whatever it is. It's still don't do what do you want to do this or do you want to go to jail? You know, and that's the, so you always no matter what it is, yeah. you're going to take it. No matter. And we've made jail so horrific right. that you're like, well, no, I certainly don't want to yeah, go there because so- <laughs> I got to join an Aryan gang, even though it's only in- <laughs> like I got to get tattoos. I, <laughs> I mean, I I can't do that, you know. Now, I of course I famously talked about it here. Um, I got thirty days of swap, and that was uh. Oh uh, well, that's when your poker buddy was your lawyer. My lawyer was a poker buddy, and they. And he came. He gave me a couple yeah. options. He's mm-hmm. like, first of all, he's like, we're gonna call. Uh, we're gonna call the, uh, you know, to call the city's bluff here. Call their bluff. Yeah. And uh, apparently, they they uh, they were not bluffing. They went right at it. And, and so we got a big thirty <laughs> days, which is which was pretty high. I learned through my other co- coworkers, which we called ourselves <laughs> at Sheriff's Work Alternative Program. When I first told them I got thirty days, they're like, "Damn, what you do? Do you get in a hockey fight? Did you kill somebody? You know." Um, <laughs> But he also told me, I remember, but they're also offering you, if you don't want to do the 30 days, you can do uh, 15 days, I think, in jail. Um, 
Okay. For this, and I was like, "Yeah, no, I don't want to do that." Obviously, and he's like, and he goes, "But to be honest with you, I I might would go with the jail option." I'm like, "Really? Why?" He's like, he goes, "This is your lawyer." Yeah, this is my, this is my poker buddy lawyer. He goes, "I'm yeah. telling you." And he's also, <laughs> and I might have taken his advice if the city didn't call his bluff the first time. <laughs> he's like, "I because I think the city's bluffing with jail as well because most of the people I <laughs> they said in there." It's all yeah, a bluff. It's to all him. bluffed. Him. They're actually processing you. Like <laughs> yep. he's, it's right. all a bluff. Don't Strength worry. Strength means weakness. Trust me, I know these guys. <laughs> <laughs> but the, and he does have a point because prisons are so overcrowded. He goes, listen, a nice a nice white fellow like you, you go into jail and they're like, what'd you do? All right, a driving mishap. Get out of here. And they send you home after two or three yeah. days, like Paris Hilton. You know, you're not going to do the full. Yeah. You're not going to do the full stuff. We don't have room for but you. He does have a point. They do that with a lot of people. They just want you to show up they don't have room for you next you know there's like five or six people either way mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to find out um so he and what this judge says which i kind of which i do agree with and like he does make good points for it in the story where he's like uh he's like well i don't want people going to jail because all you do in jail is you learn how to be a better criminal you know and inmates tell you that you know like yeah you go, that's like the college education of crim of being a criminal is going there mm-hmm. so I, I don't get as many repeat offenders if I keep them out of jail and I make them do silly things like, you know, the chicken suits and walking 30 miles. In, in this article that we're talking about, uh, talks about that with this judge, that his recidivism rate is very, very low compared to other judges in his area yeah. because he keeps people where they're feeling healthy and stable mm-hmm. rather than throwing them in jail. Sure. And I believe that. And I learned and I learned how to smuggle things just to do swap work. And this wasn't even in jail. This is just showing up to do field day events and cleaning up trash and stuff like that. But you had to go to the, you know, the uh, uh, the jail to uh, check. You still had to go through the you security. You had to go to the jail thing, to right? check yeah. in, you know, just to do their thing mm-hmm. and like um, and to get to find out what your activity was going to be. And like I said, there was there was all kinds of activities. There was taking care of the police dogs. Like people people would think that'd be a good one, you know? Like it's like, oh No, those are German yeah. shepherds. Those are like wolves. And they are uh trained to attack criminals. And we have and we are dressed <laughs> like criminals coming into them. <laughs> you know? And so they get followed out the mouth. They, that is not a friendly job. Um other yeah. stuff was picking up trash, washing the cop cars, things like that. Doing doing flat out construction work. Like they had us drip they had us like <laughs> drilling for pipes and shit. None of us were trained. You know, drilling holes and electric wires. This is yeah, old fashioned chain yeah. day, you know. The alderman said this hotel's gonna get built by next right. winter and <laughs> we can't afford to hire union rates. Yeah. So I need you guys to work on electricity today. It was amazing. So um yeah, there was one guy, I remember, talking about smuggling. He would have, like, he obviously couldn't bring a cell phone or anything like that or do any kind of business. There's one guy had a phone every mm-hmm. day, and I'm like, how is he getting this thing in there? And I would watch him, you know, like, because uh, you, you yeah. go through security, but it, and, and uh, the cops saw it, too, so they wanted to catch him, and finally they figured it out. And uh, he had it inside, because they would check your lunch. You know, they would open up your bag, but he had it literally inside yeah. of his sandwich, sealed up in a thing because you're allowed to bring a brown bag of lunch <laughs> like that like those uh um like the cartoons where they bake a like a, a file yes. into a yeah, cake a file in a cake like that's that. what it was yeah. you know yeah. he was doing this yeah. when it was just a phone and a sandwich and then they took it out they were ready for it they took it out and they held it up and the guy yells out that's not mine which is always a, <laughs> a great initial thing <laughs> it's like I don't yeah, know how that I got there. Pack lunch, and he starts blaming, he starts blaming his woman, you know. And he's like, and he starts trying to. I love how he starts to point to the cops. You know how these women are. She's trying to get back at me with this thing. <laughs> you know, it was like, yeah, well, you know. And he just got sent off. But but then I would learn how to do things, so I would keep things outside. And you, 
because you went off and you did your work, then you got dropped back off at three or four whenever the day was over, and then people would hide stuff around the jail, like cigarettes or money or whatever, phone, whatever it was, so they could mm-hmm. have it immediately afterwards. And then uh, I would, I learned that because I wanted to have um, a cigarette. People were like selling things too, and I would hide stuff underneath in the free newspapers there's a whole stack of free newspapers outside of jail you know and and, and selling yeah. newspapers but there's a red eye back then and ahoy yeah. and all that stuff sure but the one the one thing that never got touched was the employment guide that was really a whole stack of them so right there <laughs> i would slide in you know my phone that's i would great. put my wallet in there who yeah. can no one was touching that <laughs> yeah that's where my savings account is over there all <laughs> right <laughs> At twelve hundred cash, yeah. <laughs> and so you, and then you'd be all set to go home. Um, so that was that was always That's yeah hilarious. that was always a uh, a fun thing. You knew, you would learn. Uh, um, I'm just trying to think how you would learn to uh, get along, to give along, and not to um, ever want to go in jail. Because so every time we would have to clean in jail, and you're saying that it would be horrifying. You would hear those, like you would hear just like just screaming in there. And you're like, yeah, no, this is not a place mm-hmm. yet. But of course, we were we were doing prisons though too. We were we were clean, like just mopping the floors in federal prisons. Amazing yeah. buildings though, like we said. Like I mean, you can see it, it, it's kind of sad <laughs> how nice the buildings were, you know, and like how oh how much they, money we right. spend on throwing people yeah. into a hole. Is, I mean, it looks like ridiculous. the fucking Pentagon yeah. there for God's sake. It was in, yeah. it was incredible. And then, I mean, well, yeah, and then we like automate the buildings so they don't need like guards, but then right. that just means that prisoners are monitoring themselves almost more than anything else. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like a, an absolutely scary situation. What, what was the story you were telling me the one time where I don't know if somebody, what was the lunch confusion about Doritos the one time? <laughs> I know this has nothing to do with actually sneaking anything, but I remember you telling me that the day it happened at a bar and I was just like dying laughing. Um, well, there's one time you would pack your lunch, and then I had, I think I had a. Um, you would always pack a healthy lunch. Yeah, right? or, or sometimes. They, they, it was amazing. Well, yeah, they, there was a lot of was amazing. I mean, they would pack just the, 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 the worst stuff for you, you know what I mean? Like, not even, like, mm-hmm. nothing, you know, obviously, nothing nutritional. Like, just, yeah, red hot flame and Cheetos, shit like that. Like, like just like yeah. raw, raw candy you know what i mean like it's just yeah. it's just kind of it was just kind of wild and then like so i had a bag i think it was like baby carrots i had you know and then they would, they would always okay. try to roast me and, and this guy was just literally old school this guy's name was he was literally literally confused like, well, what do you got there what you got there i'm like he's like we well, got some cheetos or something and i'm like nah nah they're they're uh they're uh carrots you know baby carrots. what'd you get them did you, did you pick them up on the trail back there because like, we were just cleaning underneath the railroad tracks we we're just <laughs> like they were growing yeah, he, like it's wild foraging yeah, he couldn't yeah. believe it he thought i picked them up off the, like i forged them like off the ground he's like all right all right and then, and then what do you do with those i'm like yeah I'm gonna, this is gonna be lunch. okay all right it's like if, it's, if that's it's your own but that, that that wasn't back there somewhere like no actually i packed it that was just this came from my apartment earlier on in the day but he literally thought the carrots were cheetos that was he was great that would maybe would, that would be old a great, school was probably only 35 years like, old by the way <laughs> yeah, uh, that would be a great second career though for some of these criminals who become good at uh, sneaking stuff in. Yes. It's like a logistics career. Right. Like, oh, I, I, I can get that products down. I can have you ship that in Corolla. Right. You do not need to rent a truck. <laughs> Trust me, I know how we can use every inch of that space. Oh man, um, but I tell you, yeah. Well, let's see here. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Where no, were you no, say? go ahead. Well, I was going to say, do we need to think about wrapping it up here? Oh, well, we are kind of at little... How many more minutes we got? Yeah, we should probably wrap the show up. You're right. 
You got, or did you have one more swap thing? Nah, you got? Nah, I can no, listen to your swap I stories know, all day. I know, I know. I should. Uh, I'll, I'll get my swap stories all in general, the because the, the, they're longer stories. I don't want to get into it. We, we've we've mm-hmm. we've had we've done a long show already, Sean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I wanted to talk about real quick. Um, which yeah. we didn't talk about that. We said we were going to talk about it last time. It's unrelated to any of this stuff, though. But since it is, mm-hmm. since this is such a Chicago show. At the Blackout Diaries, every Friday night, the live show at the Lincoln Lodge, of course. 10, 10 p.m., make sure you go to that. Um, and my other sport uh, podcast is Bottom Line Bombs, which is a sports gambling podcast, Band of Box. Make sure you subscribe to that. To combine those two, last time we didn't talk about the Chicago show, the legendary Dick Buckus died. Yes. Know, who's, who yeah. is Chicago. And there's no one more Chicago than Dick Buckus. And, um, oh, he's right, great. Yeah. And he had a great sense of humor. Whenever you do it in an interview, like you and I yeah. talked about like how he would be like legit funny and just like saying all these like grandfatherly, like hilarious jokes. And then they would interview his peers and they're like, I've never been more scared. He's an animal. <laughs> like he said, That's what I love the, about the it. scariest, most inhumane things I have ever heard yeah. come out of a mouth. I, know. You know, I don't even know if it's a mouth. It's an it's an it's an anger orifice. <laughs> you know? That's what I love. The tribute stuff. They don't talk about him like he was a human being. They're like, he was just this aura of evil that would hover around the football field and then they go to him like i don't know what these guys are talking about like i was you know i mean paying a job i played a four three defense and it was a competitive game that's all we did you know and he was like you know he's on my two dads he was awesome but the way then they go then they go to deacon jones and he's like that is the most evil son of a bitch i've ever met and he's a good friend of mine It like almost reminds me like when they talk about mob hitmen for right. the mob, you know, like where they're like, oh my god, he was a killer, could kill, you know, could kill a baby with <laughs> another baby if he want. And then they would like interview him. He's like, listen, I was just a family man yeah. and it, it paid, you know, it was a living. I didn't bring it home so with me, you know, you know, just work is work. Yeah. You know, we all got to find our, get in where we fit in, and that's what we did. <laughs> but yeah, Dick Buckus was. Uh, I love Buckus. He's a legend. It's such a great Chicago name. To, it's almost like it's, if AI it's wrote too a much. Chicago it's, yeah, it's uh, character. Too yeah. much. It's too on the goddamn nose. I, I, he was born in like a Polish, like <laughs> um, like ethnic right. ghetto in downtown Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Like none of right. it like <laughs> makes any yeah. sense. You know, that Illinois, um, for the Bears. That's back when you just draft your home, yeah. hometown heroes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you know how to get to the stadium. Right. <laughs> um, I had a great uh, moment with Dick Buck. It's one of my first Chicago moments. It's actually probably one of my favorite Chicago moments. But uh, I was leaving Redheaded Piano Bar, yes. which is a 4 a.m. piano yep. bar downtown. I don't know if you've ever been there. It's a pretty great old school place. And I'm on a date. And uh, it's late. It, it's like probably 2.30 mm-hmm. maybe approximately. And uh, we walk up the stairs. It's a basement bar. We walk up the stairs and I open up the cab door for her. And out of like the... Uh, I hear just this uh, booming voice go, chivalry is not dead. <laughs> and I look over, and I'm like, that dude's massive. And then I realize it's Dick Butkus giving me the thumbs up <laughs> for opening this cab door. <laughs> and he heads into Red Hat yeah. at Piano Bar at like 3 in the oh, morning. Yeah. I, that's the level of celebrity I just want to be at, where you could just walk around like parading, like, just yell yeah. boisterous commentary on life. And everyone's, and everyone's and just happy. make everybody's day. Yeah, and everyone's just happy. Yeah, yeah. you're gone. Damn right, Dick Butkus. <laughs> Chivalry ain't I got an dead. attaboy from Dick Butkus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was great. I mean, I was like on top of the of world. Did after the date that. know who yeah. he was? 
No, right, she didn't. Right, right, I right. had uh, like you know explain that, but yeah, it was sure. um, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, man. <laughs> Well, that's going to do it. R.I.P. to the absolute legend, Dick Buckus. And that's going to yes. do it for another episode on the Blackout Tires. Make sure you give us a five-star review. Write some commentary yep. on it. I don't care if the commentary is good or bad. Just make sure it's five stars for the algorithm as we do it. And uh, <laughs> and come out. Follow us on follow us on all the socials. Sean Flannery and C.J. Sullivan. Instagrams, Twitter, whatever it is. Uh, where's your book tour going, by the way? Uh, we're in Cleveland next, and then Grand Rapids. And is Adam um, Burke going with you for both it, of these? Um, I don't know. He's definitely going for Cleveland. Cleveland. That's great. I don't know Is if he he's staying, come uh, do you have you still family back? You still family back there, right? Oh yeah, dude. We're he's having Thanksgiving oh, dinner right. with yes, the Flannerys. That's, all, that's all, what I'm excited about. All for. of us. He's gonna see all flan all six oh, Flannerys. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> One then mom and dad too. Fantastic. So yeah. <laughs> all right. Well make sure you catch us out and uh, catch us next week here on the Blackout Days. Later.